Orange. We're at what's become one of my favorite places, as you can, those who know me, um, I have a spare tire full of donuts, uh, and uh, we're at Glazed Donuts in, we're in Cave Creek, right? Yes. And we've got uh, the owner, craftsman, master artist, former mortgage collections guy, mm -hmm. Scott here. And, I, you know, I love small business stories. And to me, um, yours is kind of one of those prime examples. I remember when I first saw your coming soon sign, I said, what is this guy doing? It was, wasn't it like summer? Yeah, summer. Yeah. yeah, it was like June or July or something. And I thought, he's opening a donut shop on the yeah. side of a one of the shopping centers in July in Arizona. And I was like, God, I hope they're good donuts. And ever since, ever since then, they're like the donut. You're, you're kind of like the old world, old school guy. Old school, yeah. So, um, you know, you said, we talked a little bit about your background. We got off a little bit on, on the whole mortgage crisis, but uh, how long did you start the, when the donut passion, the baking passion? I mean, that's not just something you just decide to yeah. do. Well, growing up in, in California, um, pretty much close to the beach we didn't have very much money so I needed a car just to go surfing with my buddies <laughs> and, and at, the, at the same time my dad was a manager and I thought hey dad if you need help I can help you but I probably need a car to get the work back and that's how I got it you know, they I don't care about baking. Yeah. Vision boards always say you have to have the goal up there. Yeah. So yours was, I want a car. It's the motivation. Yeah. yeah. And so he was a manager at a bakery, right? Or yeah. Uh, back then, back in the 70s, Winchell's were the biggest. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Winchell's were the biggest uh, chain in California, probably. But so since it was a chain, I remember Winchell's Donuts. I know. And they're not anymore. Yes, yeah, she will. That's, we say that a lot. Yeah. Um, we tell her to Google it, Google yeah. Winchell's Donuts. But yeah. um, so that was a chain, but were they baking their own donuts? You know, yeah. now you think of a chain, they're just like, they're, yeah. but they were the, it was old school kind of, right? Yeah, and I'm glad I did. Uh, uh, we do everything from scratch, you know, from from midnight all the way to 10, 10 a.m. the next day. They did? Oh yeah, they did too. So. Um, so now it's seven years. Well, I don't know when you when did you decide to start. Just 1978. You started to decide to do donuts. I didn't decide. I just like I did it just for the car. Okay. So, but life goes on, mm -hmm. and then somehow you're in Arizona, mm -hmm. and you decide this is your first shop, only shop. Yeah, that's my first shop. And how did you decide on Carefree Highway in, in Cape Creek? How did you decide this location? You know, uh, not to be political or anything, but uh, it was just praying, really. This is was, I didn't choose this spot. For some reason, something led me to here. I was not looking here. Uh, I was looking everywhere else but here. But my, my agent, so I, I asked my agent, hey, can you check into this spot somewhere over there? And they go, I didn't like it, and then he goes, you know, there's a spot over here. Where? Here? I didn't know that was here. So he brought me here, and then I, I 
I, I did whatever I could to get the deal done. And we, I got it. Divine intervention. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and like I said, right side first, I thought, you know, it's not real visible, but yeah. But on the other hand, it's funny how word travels. Yeah. So you know, my wife is on the cave on the um, next door. Mm. So all of a sudden, someone has good donuts. Where's it go? It goes on next door. So now everybody. I mean, it's amazing how word of mouth travels. And um, you know, I I stumbled in here. I don't. I'm trying to think when the first time even was, but. Um, I get now for cars and coffee. We do this cars and coffee thing and the orange side thing. So what do we do? We get we get orange glazed donuts, and everyone's it's like, "Where'd you get? Who made orange glazed donuts for you?" And I said, yeah. "It's here." But you know, I I think the one thing I've noticed is the you know everything you do has such a um, you can tell it's done out of pride in what you do. Yeah, and. You know, that's just not that way anymore. Everyone's just yeah. about, what? how can I cut a corner? Yeah, see, that Jasmine is going, this is it. Yeah, show the donut. Um, so, do you, do you aspire to open more? I'd like to open one more, so, because I, uh, I have another son that's in the army. He should be done by next year. I'd like to have a second shot for him. Uh, I don't want him to you know, do those tours two, three years and well, want him to be here. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, well, but my, yes. my son was in the Marine Corps and I understand that tour soon. Jasmina was in the Marine Corps and, you know, you understand that. You didn't tour? No. No. No, but I tell you what, the tours are, that's brutal on everybody. Um, so does your is your son that's in the business see helping? I've met him a couple of times. He's been here, but he's in school yet, right? Yeah, he's already done with school. Oh, okay. So, so my first son is Sean. He he runs here. He helps me with social media. What's in the front? Uh, and with uh, employees scheduling and payroll and all that, I just bake. So who's learning to bake after you? No one yet, because it's 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 hard because the hours are horrible. No kids don't want to stay up all night to bake. They want to stay up all night partying and have fun. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. And so, what time do you start? On the weekend, I start at seven p.m. the night before, because you mix everything from scratch. Do you have anyone helps you? Now I do. Uh, in the summertime, I got those boys helping me fry and clean up. But in terms of baking, yeah, I haven't taught anybody yet. And actually, if if I teach somebody, my fifteen-hour shift will lead into seventeen or eighteen hours. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's why I kind of like. Uh, we'll see. Well, you know, and. We do what we do, we do it best, and we have others help with the rest. That's like the cleanup. I, that'd be the part I wouldn't want to do. Get, teach someone to clean. Yeah. You always find cleanup people. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges that you would say in this business? You know, I, you know, every business got its own challenges. They may not be big, but they, or there could be big ones, but what do you think that is? Uh, the challenge is uh, a, lot of, a lot of stuff that's going on, like price. 
since we opened for 12 months now, price has gone up three or four times and we can't keep up. We can't just keep raising price according to the cost because the local here has been amazing. Just like you, you've been amazing. And, and we raised price once and we're just gonna keep it there. It's okay, we'll, we still make it. It's not a problem. That's number one. The other one is is uh, finding uh, good help. I, I I got two great help, but they're teenagers in high school, so the summertime's great. But when school starts and their sports start, uh, they, they're not available. So then I have to do it by myself, but which is fine. Which is fine. Um, you know that price thing is interesting. I will tell you though. Uh, you know, Warren Buffett caught, uh, quote is, uh, price what you pay, uh, value is what you get. I have to say, I've never thought about, I don't even know what you charge per donut. I know there's two tiers, right? There's yeah. the, just the raised glaze thing, and then there's the specialty ones. But I think in, it's like anything, and I think the restaurant industry here has proved that there's some, there are a few restaurants where people will go, just go. They don't, yeah. it isn't about that. I think that's true of everything. Um, in our industry, we, you know, we struggle with that, uh, that service aspect. Cause really what, you know, what do, everyone could get some raw information, yeah. but you know, you, people are going through a big process and if they're not getting exceptionally, exceptional service, then you're just like the, we're just like the other 60,000 licensees. For you, it's kind of the same thing. You, I think you become almost a destination, right? If you build it, they will come. Yeah. Um, because if you bake it, they will come. Well, that's right. I'll drive. I'll drive an extra ten minutes instead of going to yeah. a grocery store and getting. You know, yeah. I'm gonna have calories. It's making count. Yeah. yeah. But 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 I want to say something to Red. No matter what, I will always maintain my quality yep. of the way a donut should be. Make it from scratch, mix it with water, time it, and and then the price, it doesn't matter. Because uh, I believe in, if you, just like your, uh, your motto, if you, if you built it, they will come. And, and I will always maintain the high quality of baking because that's how I grew up. When I was a kid, I loved donuts, and I kept it the same way. And back in 1975. Well, um, that, that that I don't know that I have had a better donut recently. I mean, I'm a I'm a guy that if I see donut shop, like yeah, I mean, I'm me gonna, too. I'm gonna drive. I still do and, too. And so many times it's kind of disappointing. And um, yeah. but you're right on consistency. It's like my favorite is the key lime. I've never found that anywhere. But it's like every time I get one, it's the same bite. It's yeah. that first bite, and it's yeah. just so I applaud that. I mean, it's it's one of those um, unbelievable. Uh, it's a, you know, it's your talent. Um, you know, you start off as a kid with a means to get a car, and yet you find your calling in ways we never decide. No, we're going to find them. Um, so, what's the biggest surprise you've had being in, in Cape Creek? in a donut shop. I mean, what has surprised you the most? I mean, like someone who comes in and buys, secretly buys, you know, 
uh, five dozen of a certain kind or just people or what, what good or bad, what's been the biggest surprise? The biggest surprise is honestly is the, the support of the local. Mm -hmm. And, and the other, I have to mention the other biggest surprise is a 14-year-old boy walked in here asking for a job. I hired him on the spot and he turned out to be my best employee. And I'm still shocked to this day how good he is, how punctual he is, how professional he is. He's what, 15 or 16 by now. But yeah, that's my biggest surprise for, because we always talk, we always compare our generation to younger generation. Yep. And it's, it's somewhat true, but this guy is is exceptional. He, he actually helped me a lot. Also, seriously guys, if, if at 60 years old, working 16, 17 hours a day, Back to back, Saturday and Sunday, it's very tough. And without him, it's hard to keep the, the quality of the donut and to maintain my energy. I, I, I can't imagine. Because I know we're old, we have to take care of ourselves. Well, I know, and it's hard. When we're entrepreneurs, yeah. it's hard to think. We think of ourselves kind of last. Um, so, um, 15, 16, you know what, he's probably a, was raised right. Yep. You know, he's got that, that kind of work ethic at that age yeah. is pretty amazing. Um, actually, uh, Francesca in our office, her son, she's got a son, she's uh, she's from New York, but he is, he wanted a, he wanted a car, he got a car and he went, he got a job, he wanted a job and went to work in a detail shop and he was like, He's like going to work, he's promoting their business, he's one of those you know, punctual same thing, yeah. taking responsibility. I think one of the hopes is that, you know, they say things, you know, cycle back. And hopefully that generation, so the teens now will be that generation of, um, I, don't, I don't want to say civility, but maybe getting back to, you know, some of the core the core beliefs, the work ethic, things like that, you know, and I, and that's really what we have to hope for. And and even giving a kid a job like a, a kid like that a job, that's that's a leap of faith, right? You're 14, oh, yeah. hire you. Yeah. Oh gosh, I was just I was like, okay, well, you want a job? Okay, prove me that you can work, and then you did. So is baking donut, I was thinking if I worked at, I've heard stories of people say, well, I, when I was in high school, I worked at McDonald's and I could never eat another McDonald's hamburger. Um, but you can eat donuts. They haven't, it hasn't turned you off making. I eat donuts for the last 30, 40 years. Uh, well, I, I cut down a little bit. I used to eat like four a day. And I love donuts. Uh, I mean, in order for you to be a great baker, you have to love eating donuts. Just like selling house. 
Yeah. That's right. You got to have a passion for what you do, and that means you got to do it. Yeah, real passion, too. I mean, I love it. Embrace the donut. You know the I would yeah. love to embrace yeah. the donut. Yeah. Um, um, that's you know that part. Of, I, I just never thought about. What's your favorite donut? So you got, what's if you're going to the case? What's the one you bake that's your favorite? Maple bars. Uh, like today, I made a uh, raspberry coconut raise. It's really good. Raspberry and glaze and with uh, coconut topping. It's really good. That's back in the days too that we used to make. And, and our bear claw. No one makes that feeling like our bear claw back from the 70s. The recipe just died and then it, I brought it back somehow. I didn't like it, but, but most people, the older generation loves it. I took a bunch of bear claws to my Wednesday morning last time. Oh my gosh. They were like, where's the price? They're huge. What is this? Yeah. I said, they all know where to go. I said, you know where to go. Well, any, um, any last thoughts or insights about you, your business, anything you want to share other than come try your donuts? No. Uh, words of wisdom? What's the wisdom? Uh, <laughs> 60 years, that's a lot. You've been in business yeah. a long time. Yeah, what's the wisdom is pretty much like, uh, even though you don't like what you do, but if you want to be successful, do what you're good at. Even though you don't like to do it, but you're good at it and work hard. Nobody can beat you if you're just work hard. That's my ethic too. Is like, no matter what I did, I, I didn't care for being a collection, mortgage collection. That's like calling people to collect their mortgage payment. But. I work very hard at it to be, you know, to, to hit bonuses. Same thing with here. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm just an ordinary guy. I'm, I'm very low key, but I love making donuts and I work hard at it. Uh, Sixteen hours a day. Don't tell me that's not hard work. It's hard work. Oh, yeah, your feet. You know what that shows, though. Uh, I think in everything that someone has a passion for. Yeah. Doesn't matter what it is. When they believe in it and love it, mm -hmm. the good, bad, and the ugly of it, yeah. ah, that rhymes. Um, it no, shows. Yeah. Um, and uh, best advice out there, hello, people that work with me. Scott says work hard, love what you do. But it is, it's hard sometimes, but in the end, if it's deep down your passion, yeah. it, it, it makes the 16 hours go yeah. sort of quickly. It's, it's like a short day for me, really. If you think if you think everything is easy, everybody will do it. That's right. And you're not going to be that special. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm not saying I'm great, but it's hard to beat me to work against me because, you know, uh, I work very hard at what I do. Some of the most successful people I've known or, or interviewed have said, "I may not be the smartest." but I will outwork anybody. And um, I think that is not giving themselves enough credit for being smart. But, yeah. you know, hustle, yeah. and anything you do, hustle will will trump someone who's really smart and lazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, just like, just like when I was with Chase, uh, with Chase really, uh, the most difficult client that nobody can handle 
that's what I was doing, really. A lot of foreigners, a lot of, you know, Hispanic, Indian. Even though I don't speak their language, they, I was, I worked very hard to work with them, and every one of them loved me, and I even got a compliment from Jamie Diamond, even though, well, that, that's my top guy. Yeah. He wrote me a personal letter about how grateful he was. Well, you know, actually, bridging cultures, um, and that doesn't even have, that can just be generational culture, cultural. It's a difficult job, but I mean, you know, when you set, when you're determined to do it, uh, people do appreciate that. We're just, uh, you know, we're just talking, you know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta find a solution. Everything's about solution. Mm -hmm. You have solved the need for, for people with a sweet tooth. Yeah. And done it exceptionally. Yeah. I have been, uh, I'm a big fan of yours and um, have a lot of respect for what you do because 16 hours a day, I don't care what it is, especially when you're starting at 7 in the evening. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty brutal. But that's passion for what you do. Yeah. So I would encourage everybody to make it a destination. Glazed Donuts AZ, we're right on Carefree Highway, Cave Creek. Scott's always here, almost all the time. He'll say hi. Now he's wearing an orange stocking cap. And uh, if you would, like, subscribe, share, comment, and everything else on our podcast. Until next time, from the Good Bad New York, have a good day.